Hi, it's Betsy Beers, and um, I think you know I'm here because, once again, we're back for Scandal Revealed, the official ABC podcast. And very exciting uh, today, I think, especially after the episode that um, we all just watched this Thursday night, hopefully on ABC at 10 o'clock, mm. is the wonderful and lovely Bellamy Young, who plays, of course, Melly Grant, our, one of our favorite people on the show. She's terrific, and as is always my one, I'm going to tell you what she's wearing, because she looks terrific, so it's like you're here. She's wearing an incredibly chic, um, short-sleeved, wool cowl net long sweater over some very lovely leggings, and she's got a pop of red and wearing a scarf. So she's she actually really brought her A-game. And as usual, I'm in a Santa suit, and um, I am wearing goggles. So it's going, It's so far everything's going really, really Can well. Can I rub your jelly belly? You can get my jelly bellies. I do. <laughs> Fabulous. How about that episode? Oh, oh my stars. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a show where you actually, I mean, we need commercials anyway because we like to make our art and they help us do that. But you need the commercials to recover. Do you know? You yes. need to just take a moment and yes. breathe. Yes. The hot hottiness, hotness, and then the like absolute gutting drama of it all, just the sheer intensity. You, you need a moment to process. The funny thing to me about last week's episode was that it's sort of this harmless, vaguely harmless story about an old guy in his house and his money. And, and then at the end of this episode, and there's sort of this weird little thread going through about the birthday mm-hmm. and that intense, incredibly amazing conversation you have with Fitz, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout about, well, you can't always get what you want. And then getting out of the car after this sort of funny, it's a little grim because Harrison sort of screwed up Abby. Abby, And there's all that going on. And then at the end of that episode, you see what you see and you have that horrible premonition in the car. Mm. And you get out and you see what you see. It teed up this episode this week in the most insane way. And Jumping into this world of the present's been shot, we have no idea what's going to happen because, as you guys know on Scandal, we are not frightened to kill anybody. They will up and kill you. They we will. We all worry. And by the way, a lot. by the way, <laughs> it's a surprise to everybody. A surprise happens, to everyone. You get the maybe script, sometimes the table read, and it'll be like, oh, oh, everybody looks to the end to be like, am I still talking? <laughs> if I'm talking, I'm breathing. <laughs> Exactly, which I think is a, a general. You can actually, if you come to one of our table reads, you will see all the actors nervously flipping. It's true. Oh to my the back, god, true. Trying but to look like, like they're eating lunch. Everybody's happy. Do you know? Like everybody, it's like a party. Truly, it is. Because we all are so grateful for these jobs, and we love them so much, and we get this writing like you never get to see. And so we sit down, and yeah, sometimes we're doing it cold, and so you're kind of flipping through just to make sure you don't screw it up, you know. But it's still. There's still just the palpable excitement. It's like, yeah, it's a huge, huge party. And I think, like, and do you know that Betsy Beers uh, narrates our table reads? Imagine this, if you will. We get handed a script, and we're all there, and we're a little nervous, and we're like, oh lord, I'm going to try and be my best Melly or whatever. But the person, (laughs) the spine of the uh, table read is Miss Betsy Beers, and it is a fierce job to have to like chew down all the inter, you know, the interstitial stuff, and where are we, and what are we doing, and to get it right, and to lay it in there in between the dramatic moments the actors are trying to make in a table read. 
married. Betsy is unbelievable. It is a gift. It is a very specific talent. That's very, very sweet of you to say. Um, I'm just going to say my favorite things are when the sex scenes, because nine times out of ten, <laughs> they don't talk in the sex scenes. And what I do try to do, because I read stage directions, yeah. which is what Bellamy's talking about, so that the actors have the right pace and they feel the tone of the scene so they can jump in and it's not quite as dry and difficult. But Shonda tends to write these, you know, long, very involved sex scenes. Yeah. And it, it gets a tad embarrassing. <laughs> Sometimes, actually, because now usually she writes in commentary for me, too. Yeah, that's true. So I can actually, I'll be reading along, and I'll be like, and this is so hot that I can't even believe that I'm saying it right now, which is actually helpful, because otherwise, talking about people doing things, oh, I don't know, on desks, like we saw this past week, panties dropping, right? Just onto the floor. Onto the floor. And I will say, as a side note, that was the first day that Carrie's mom got here. (laughs) (laughs) And so she literally says, hey, mama, you need to leave because panties are going to be dropping. Yeah, and (laughs) Carrie's mom, who, by the way, is one of the loveliest human beings on earth. Beyond. Val and Earl, like, beyond. And I'm just going to say that, you know, you can see where Carrie comes from because her parents are lovely. Lovely. So I bet they got a nice tour of the set. (laughs) Not that day. During, like... (laughs) Not on that set, particularly. I think they went home that day. Earl wasn't here yet. It was just Val. See, all, all good. So now, I think one of the most amazing things, and we've done this before in season one, in episode six, but the time frame differences. Yeah. You know, the idea of going back and forth in time and how the past informs this particular moment in the oh, present. And everything, you know, everyone's so invested in the relationships anyway because they've been so... It's so they're wrought so complicatedly and so with such nuance. But when you get to go back and then come forward, the resonance is so deep. And can we take a minute to say that Oliver Oliver Bokelberg, who is usually our DP, <clears throat> but this was his first time ever directing. This this episode, which Shonda wrote, and came, it came to us like a script you never, ever see in your life. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime script, that script. And, and I'm just going to say, and it was long. It was very, very, long. very, 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 tad very long. long. Just a tad long. Um, our scripts, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, do tend to be a little bit longer because one of the things that Shonda likes to do is have some choices in the editing room. and. Mm. There are many different ways, especially in a show this complex that stories can go. Mm. So we need different options because we end up pushing in some directions that we think we're not going to and vice versa. Now, this particular episode tended to be just a tad beefy. Beefy. But Oliver but did an amazing a, job. there is a, a bonus cut on the yes, we're gonna DVD. Yes, we're going to do a bonus right? cut on the DVD. So the you guys DVD. just pre-order because it's going to be amazing. Like and I'm gonna 10 say, extra minutes. I saw that cut. Juice. And like I saw the longer cut and it was absolutely riveting. I, can't I think the shortcut is phenomenal, but the longer cut is phenomenal, Oh, too, my God, so. I can't imagine. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, so incredibly cool. But, but yes, Oliver, did, like, because I think when we read it, there was a, a bit of, oh, how are we going to, you know, are we just going to make our hair look different? You know, how are you going to act the difference in time yeah. so that people don't lose their place in the story. But Oliver, it was so specific and beautiful. There was never a moment of confusion for me. Well, I also feel like you kind of grabbed onto something in Melly that is the thing which was sort of the key to Melly in this really weird way. Mm -hmm. Because we've seen her certainly earlier on the trail in the campaign, you know, this season season one's flashback, where you get that Melly's ambitious and Melly, you know, does what she does in that Sure. Restaurant in the Midwest and shocks her husband. Well, she and eats pie. She's unleashed. She eats pie. But, but she, but but the woman, there was this absolute, almost virginal delight and excitement in this episode that you mm. see from her, which makes you love her. It makes you realize that somehow or another with all, all of the things that 
Millie will do to get ahead and to protect her husband. That entire period of time, the expression mm -hmm. on this woman's face is joy, hope, mm -hmm. optimism. She got what she wanted, but more importantly, and she she's Olivia. so excited. And she's exactly, and she loves Olivia. And you know what? It's Olivia, and Olivia did it too, and they're a team. Yeah, they're a and team. And they, how, well, how many friends, you know, like do you have that you can bring into this life, you know, like full time, on the clock and off the clock, women that you can be with? I mean, I mourn the death of that friendship, right? The friendship absolutely. that could have been. Absolutely. And the thing also about that friendship is it's a friendship and it's also a friendship in which the two of you have an agreement that you made to help yeah. Fitz. You know, yeah. all roads lead to Fitz. You yeah. guys figured that out in that room and that, that, that and, at least but that, also that's being in that implied. Hallway, Shonda gave us that scene when I give her back the pen yep. where I really feel like Mally is trying to be cool with it all. You know, like try, if this is what Fitz needs, like, okay, I love him. He's, you know, a, more than a man. You know, like, I really feel like Melly thinks he's, like, godlike, you know? Like, whatever he needs, I will try and be down with it. Like, so I feel like that's the initial uh, sort of schism where she, that's the first time she sees Olivia a little differently. You know, it can't be us, me and Olivia, because I'm taking care of Fitz now, and you're, now you're someone else to me that is just helping me take care of Fitz. But the pain of it kind of starts there for me. And there's also this creeping thing in the back of your face, which is, this isn't an affair. Like, I know Olivia. No, that's right. I know Fitz. I love Olivia. Everyone loves Olivia. I know my husband. I can't believe that this is just some young thing. No, like, no, it's I not. know this is it's more profound. profound somewhere in my brain, and I can't process that right now. And then over the period of time, a lot of what we realize in retrospect, which is why, honestly, I really recommend you guys go back and watch season one with season two in mind, mm. because you'll see everything change. And I think personally, and Shonda and I had long conversations about this, that Melly gets a bad rap sometimes because mm -hmm. it's like Melly's the one who gets stuff done and Melly's so hardcore and Melly does this, that, and the other. First of all, what's it like to actually be the person who does have to do that stuff mm -hmm. and is the person? It's like a friend of mine who has kids who mm -hmm. says, I'm the one who always lowers the hammer. Yeah. My husband buys him ice cream. Yeah. What's it like to be that person? And you go back and you look at those moments now with this entirely different feeling, the same way in the beginning of the season, there's all that hope yeah. that the relationship's going to be okay because Olivia's gone. Olivia's yeah. out. And yeah. I've got this, I can have this relationship again. I'm, look, I'm folding baby clothes the of the queen. Because this is the life we chose, right? right? We were on this track until like the, his love for Olivia derailed it, right? But we were on this track and we are a great team. Phenomenal team. Phenomenal team. Because and I do drive the train and he is the front man of the band, right? Like, let's say I'm the drummer and he's the front man, right? Yeah. Like, but he it gets a team effort. But yeah, he has, he's been undone by his. It's horrible to watch the man you love fall in true love while you're married to him, like so with some other lady. And, you know, I think the core, it goes to this really weird core place of Fitz and what does Fitz really want? I think we're about to see in an episode that's coming up some stuff that actually reveals to us his ambivalence. About yes where he is, because I think the other thing that Melly struggles with like is that ambivalence. Crisis, like, that's new information. That's never been, he didn't struggle with this ambivalence all our lives. This He is, wanted this. Yeah. 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 And born to it, you know, did he choose it? I think that's where he is, is he's having to decide whether or not to choose it for yourself, for himself. Because you get, you, we have these gifts in life, and, you know, maybe our parents enable, or, you know, or, like, life conspires. But then at some point, you have to take 
accountability of take personal responsibility and make the choice for yourself and go on along your path. And I sort of feel like he's at that moment. You know the craziest uh, who shot Fitz uh, uh, um, theory. I wanted to. I want actually actually wanted to talk to you a little oh, bit about then that you because that. no, I can't go go. What? I, yeah, oh, I, want, huh? I want to know. I want to know what's the craziest. I you know we tweet the live episodes yeah. and I um, am backward luddite child and it's been a huge huge learning curve. That's why you're talking about tweeting because <laughs> I'm hugely luddite. Go ahead. But it's been incredible because on Thursday nights, we have this conversation with the world. They're all watching. The way we feel when we get the scripts at the table read or, or in our trailers or wherever, and we're always texting and emailing with each other. Oh, my God, are you on? What page are you on? <gasps> get to page 45. Like, literally just so excited. And we get to re-experience it with the world. And uh, and I have, the, like, I'm also really OCD, so I try to answer everybody, <laughs> Which I can't do, but hey, I endeavor. Hey, no, no to Twitter followers. Just, <laughs> just tweet to Bellamy because he'll get an answer back. <laughs> I try, dude. I'm in it to win it. But um, I, I heard one was like the soccer mom assassin, that it was her. <laughs> uh, and mind you that we don't know. So I'm not – you could be right because uh, we, we find everything out very, very last minute. The soccer um, mom soccer assassin. mom assassin was a good one. Sally Langston is a good one, but the best one for me personally is um, that Fitz had himself shot because he is so ambivalent about being president. And he wants to be free to love Olivia. Can I tell you something? <laughs> That's genius. Genius. That is genius. the most hardcore. So I love you. I can't I've remember your heard. name right now. I can remember your picture. Damn it, my mind. Now, <laughs> do you, out, out of curiosity, do you think you had anything to do with Fitz's assassination? Well, attempt? I bet you beers. How can you think that of me? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I don't think I could possibly shoot. I mean, even who knows? I'll get a script and be like, oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I had a split personality. Apparently, my twin, my evil oh, twin, evil, my Jekyll be genius, to my hide. An evil twin. <gasps> When they, they were a nice Melly and a mean Melly, I kind of love it. The season four. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think, when the writers are literally sitting in a room, hitting their heads against the wall till bloody They've spots are appearing on their foreheads. All in little straight jackets <laughs> and typing with their noses. <laughs> now, did you, when you, um, when we hired you for this phenomenal job, which, by the way, Lord. was a no brainer. Um, uh, I just like to uh, say that was one of those moments where you walked in, you walked out, and we all went, uh-huh. That's are you serious? Because I, I had two lines in the pilot, you guys. I mean, I came in with five girls, maybe six girls, like the day before we shot. Yep. And I had two lines, two days. So one day of, like, walking onto a fake helicopter with a green screen that in was a great. field. You did I didn't that say really nothing. Well. Thank you. you. And <laughs> I nice didn't say jacket. anything. My uh-huh. mother would kill me. It was purple. It was I nice. It. I know. Yeah. Me too. And then one day at Camp David where I hug Olivia and say two lines. And I never – I'm – Look, uh, the, that script was so good, <laughs> and it was so far and away the best thing I'd read, and I don't even know when. And I knew, like, Tony and Carrie were involved, and I just thought, oh, my God, please let me do anything in this. To the point that I went and bought an outfit, because I am not a shopper. I mean, let me tell you, please, child. She, she and I talked about this, actually, because we both would honestly rather be go, have a yeah, tooth filled. Yes, anything. So went and bought an outfit. Men out there, just... Please, if Please. any of you can shop, call me. I cook, maybe. I'm very nice. There are other qualities. Do you like animals? Okay, we digress. Uh, but uh, I literally, it was just all I could do to be a part, any part. And I marvel. I ask Linda Lowy, uh, like, how you could have ever seen what was to come in those in me in those two lines. Yeah, because what I got to say is very, very quickly, what happened was, because we watched you in the pilot, and we, we went, oh, my God. 
like Shonda went, I got to start, like, we got to start writing for her. Woo! Because you were, you were so good and you were, your energy was so good and the contrast was really good. And you, were, you were just really, 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 really good. <laughs> and almost immediately she kind of became obsessed with the character because, <laughs> and it changed, I think it kind of changed you know, the direction started trying to wiggle around a little bit, and that's because you were so good. I mean, that was honestly because you honestly were so incredibly, you also have really good chemistry with Tony. That was one of the most incredibly fun things about this show is the couplings, and I don't mean mm. the sexual couplings, I mean Cyrus and Fitz. Yeah, dude. Cyrus and Livy. Oh, God. Melly and Livy. Yeah. Fitz and everyone. Fitz and everyone. <laughs> Fitz Dresser and the Turnpike. <laughs> But they're not, you know, Livy with the office, um, Abby and David. It's mm. what's great is that everybody has a very different kind of charged relationship with each other, and that means every single time you walk into a scene, yeah. I'm so excited when you're doing a scene with anybody because yeah. I'm getting to see a different side. Tom and Dave, I mean, my secret, the Secret Service guys who I just adore. Love. I mean, love Hal. Hal, and by the way, small small trivia contest. Yes, who is related? Whose brother is on our show from last year? That's right. Mm -hmm. Should we just let it be? Should we let it hang? Tweet us. Tweet us if you know who, what brothers. We actually had brothers in the same episode last year. We did. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Want to hear it? You can. uh, You can figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, The two brothers are not in the show this year. Only one brother. Only one brother. That's a big hint. Mm So keep those cards and letters coming. Yay. If uh, we don't get a big enough response on Twitter, I will respond to this this uh, query and on, this um, puzzle. On a later podcast? Exactly. Okay. I mean, what, what's amazing about this time of the show, and I was saying this to somebody last week, is there's so many balls in the air and there's so many things going on. Mm. I mean, everything is going to start to kind of come together. Also, I think what's really interesting to me in the next few episodes is how – how loyalties are really tested. Truly, alliances shift. Alliances shift. More the, will be revealed about the, histories. Oh, about histories, about... And grudges. Who means what to who, yeah. and deeper problems, and there are a couple things coming up. Mm. I mean, this is now when, like, I'm always... I love the show, and I think watching the show is phenomenal, but this is when we start to gear up into, you guys, you, you need your head examined if you don't tune in. If at all possible, watch it live tweet if you don't actually know how to use a Twitski (laughs) then you know what you can watch it on your old fashioned television set Mm -hmm. and you can talk to your friends around oh I don't know do they have water coolers anymore they might Um, but you could go tomorrow (laughs) like the next day and you can you can talk to people so from this moment on it gets aerobic and when I mean aerobic it gets that's a good word really aerobic like every single thing that you've seen put in motion is coming to a head in the next couple of episodes. It is relentless and beautiful and thrilling, and you will not be able to catch your breath. And I think, most of all, who's behind Killing Fitz? There we go. So at the very, very end of this, we see see Huck. Do Mm -hmm. you believe Huck shot Fitz? Do you really think think? Huck shot Fitz? You know Huck? He's capable of a lot. And if he did shoot Fitz, why Why? did he shoot Fitz? Why? 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 He protects Olivia. Like, yeah. what's the deal there? Like, that's a whole big that old thread and the man, whole sweater. That falls worms, apart. that worms and cans, the cans, cans with the worms, worms going la la la, I'm a worm. Oh my god, I'm just Betsy's coming out worm of the can. Worm impersonation it was, amazing. was amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna go on the road with my worm impression. <laughs> <pretty> shortly. <laughs> Finally, a second career. I'm super psyched. 
<laughs> well, this has been um, more than delightful. It's oh, been it's tremendously pleasure. delightful. And I'm so happy to get to talk to you guys. So hi. I and know, I right? And it. we're going to be having Bellamy back um, somewhere in the back nine because yeah. this has been too much fun. We and got I did back nine. And I did back nine. So <laughs> we've got, um, I've got all these questions to ask her also about her resume and, and stuff and oh, where yeah. you came from and oh, all yeah, that I other did kind of crap. I was born. She was born and she, I think <laughs> she sings too. La, 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 la. What? I do. You do. Oh my God. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that, but also some of the amazing twists and turns and scandal. But meanwhile, please, please keep watching. And, ta- and tweet with us. It's so tweet much with fun. Us. It's so much Seriously. fun. Okay, Thursday nights, 10 o'clock, ABC, Scandal, which, by the way, follows a little show called Grey's Anatomy at 9 o'clock. So if your television's on, you might just want to check that out. They're doctors. <laughs> they're hot. They do stuff. And also Tuesday nights, private practice, 10 o'clock, ABC. Do check that out. But for the most part, because this is Scandal Revealed. Scandal Revealed. Watch our Scandal. Yeah, you will not be love, disappointed. You won't. And we love sharing it with you. And we love hearing what you think about it. So it's a fun family to be in. Thank you, Bellamy. Thank you, everybody who is listening. And I will be speaking to you next week about another phenomenal episode. Thank yeah. you very much. Bye. Bye.